Shalom everybody, Shavua Tov. We are continuing with where we left off in Rav Nussin's discourse in the Kutei Alachot, section Orachayim, the laws of giving thanks, the blessings of thanksgiving, Bikat Hoda'a, discourse number 6, paragraph 10. Just a recap of where we left off, Rav Nussin explained that the main way to bypass and overcome and go through the challenges of the toil and suffering of this life is by focusing on the tachlit, the ultimate purpose, the ultimate goal where everything will be good. Everything will be full of goodness, kindness, and compassion. But to be able to focus on that, you need to be besimcha. You need to draw upon simcha now of the future redemption. And this simcha is to be in a happy, positive attitude no matter what. And the happiness is that in the end, everything's going to work out. Why should I worry and and plots and... and, and f- and, and, and be upside down because of what I'm going through presently. If in the end everything's going to work out great, it's going to be perfectly fine. So Avnosan says, this joy is what keeps you going. And Avnosan brings a proof and a source to what he's saying. Because this is a really, really powerful advice and the solution to help people in what they're going through in life. Not just how uh, they should stay and suffer, but Rav Nelson is going to expound how this joy will give you the ability to cope with the difficulties and also transform them into blessing. That it shouldn't be suffering and sad and, and, and mobersome, etc. It should be something out of joy. And it should be a, a salvation and a breakthrough in life, not to be seen as something negative. So where is Rav Nelson taking this from? This is what he says now. He says here in paragraph 10, like the following. First, we'll present in this class Rav Nosin's question based on what Rabbi Nachman says. And in the next class, we'll give the answer to that. This, what we just said now about the joy being the key for the solution of being able to see the tachli, to focus on the future goal, the future world, even in this world. This itself is clarified explicitly, clearly, he says, in this lesson of Rabbi Nachman Likutei Moran, lesson number 24, which this discourse is based upon, by the way. At the end of the lesson, Rabbi Nachman brings a discussion between the wise men of Athens and Rabbi Yoshua ben Hanania. This uh, transaction between them, this this this. this uh, Argument, if you want, this challenge between them is found in the Gemara Masechet Bechorot. So Rabbi Nachman quotes from this Gemara and explains it on a deeper level. The wise men of Athens, they asked Rabbi Shobin Hananya, Mi Yemar, who says, what's the word, what's who says, what are they asking about? They asked him originally, where is the center of the, of the universe? Which Rabbi Nachman interprets as, how does a Jew, how does a person, connect to the infinite light, which is the source of all abundance and bounty in this world. So he stuck up his finger and as Tindigate through the hands. And as he said here, through the hands, the finger being the representation of the hands, the hands being the key to blessings, drawing the blessings from the infinite light. So they said to him, who says so? That's the simple translation. Who says so? Where Rabbi Nachman explains who says so, as, as the following. Mi huze sheikhnas behechale hatmurot 
למקום הקליפות, להעלות משם הקדושה וכולי, question mark. מי ימר, the word ימר can be translated as who, מי ימר, who says, who says what you're saying is, is correct. But also, this word Nachman plays the game on, on the, on the play of words, where ימר is like the word tumura, and exchanged. Who, he says like this, who has the audacity, who is this person who is willing to enter the chamber of exchanges, which is similar etymologically to the word yemar, tmura yemar, who's willing to enter the exchanged chambers, which is the place, the domain of the evil forces, in order to elevate from their holiness. Because Rabbi Nachman said in the lesson, the only way to reach the power of the hands, which draws down the blessings, which is the keystone for entering the connection to the infinite light, is through first being able to go down, descend in the domain of the klipot, of the evil forces, which is called the exchanged chambers, the hechalat morot, and elevating holiness, which is trapped there, that's what leads a person to the, the level of the hands, which is the source of the blessing, which comes from the infinite light. So they're asking, who has the strength to do that? I mean, you're willing to go to the domain of evil, you're putting yourself in major danger. Who says you're going to come out alive? Who says you're going to come out alive? That's what they asked him. The wise man of Athens asked Rabbi Yeshua ben Hanania. And he answered them. This is the, the continuation of the Gemara. Simple translation in this simple explanation of the story. right? He stuck up his finger and he said, here's the center of the universe. They said to him, who says? So he said, bring a cord, a rope, and measure, and you'll see that I'm right. Measure my distance from my point of the where I raised my finger, and you'll see that this is the center of the universe. That's his answer to them, which even on the simple level, it's like, you know, wow, how do you explain that? But Rabbi Nachman goes a step deeper even that, and he says more deeper. Hainu, ikar aliyat ha simcha. He says, Rabbi Nachman there, that this means, Aitu Ashli Moshchu, first he explains the introduction, the main way to elevate holiness, which is stuck and trapped in the domain of the evil forces, the Klipot, the exchange chambers, the Hechalat Murot, is through joy. Okay? Vela'atid Tigdala Simcha. And in the future time, when Mashiach comes, Bezat Hashem eventually, in the future world, the joy will be tremendous when that happens. And it's through the joy itself will the Jews come out of exile, see there. And the see there also means the explanation of these words. I too, you yourselves, will bring the Jewish people who are, who are called a tripled cord. That's what the Jewish people are called. The, the, the rope of Hashem's inheritance. Because we consist of a strong foundation of three, so to speak, Ropes. The first one is Avraham, Yitzchak, Yaakov, our forefathers, a tripled fold, triple fold cord, which makes us strong, that nothing can cut us from our connection to Hashem because of this cord that we are made up of, and our makeup, our DNA, spiritual makeup is Avraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov. So we're called a chevel. Ashley in Aramaic means a rope. So he said to them, I too, you, you, you yourselves, you the evil, because Asabit Viatuna. The wise men of Athens were evil people. They were the representation of the evil forces. So he said to them, you, the evil people themselves, Ashley, 
will bring will will bring I to Ashta, you will bring us, the Jewish people, out of exile, or Moshu, and this will be your destruction. This will destroy you guys. So then the question here is this doesn't answer the question. Even the way Rabbi Nachman's interpreting the dialogue between the wise men of Athens and Rabbi Shumir Hananya, this does not answer the question. You didn't answer the question. They asked you who's willing to enter the domain of the evil forces to extract holiness. And what did you answer, Rabbi Shumir Hananya? In time to come, you or you yourselves will bring us from the exile and be totally destroyed. That doesn't answer the question. Rav Nosson points this out here. Watch. When he says this actually is the answer. This that Rabbi Nachman did not answer directly when he said something else what he did say is the answer and this what Nosen based himself on on what, what he said in the last paragraph number 9 so again Hainu Ikar Aliyat HaKadush Alidi HaSimcha Velatid I'm just recapping Yigdala Simcha Vaidezi Yitzu Magalut V'chul Ha'insham Vekashel Yichor Rav Nosen points out the question there is seemingly a difficulty in Rabbi Nachman's answer, how he interprets the answer of Rabbi Yusha ben Hananya to the wise men of Athens. Because if you look at the general context of what Rabbeinu said there in the lesson the Kutim Moran, in, in his explanation, his exposition of the wise men of Athens, the dialogue and challenge with Rabbi Yusha ben Hananya, in, in how Rabbi Yusha ben Hananya replied to the wise men of Athens, He's saying like this, That in the future time, he's just recapping what he answered, what, what, what Rabbi Nachman is getting at, what he's trying to say. That in the future, when we will come out of the exile, the joy will be exceedingly extreme. Tremendous, tremendous joy. And from this joy that will be, through this joy will be nullified the evil forces, which means the holiness will be, the holiness that's trapped by the evil forces will be released. See there. So again, Rav Nosson now stressing the question, the difficulty in what Rabbi Nachman says. Thus, it's a difficulty in understanding how Rabbi Nachman's explaining the answer to the question. He's not. It's not. It's not being answered. Because we still don't understand what's the solution, what's the advice, what do we do now while we're still in the depths of the exile, the depths of this miserable exile. That the essence of the exile that we're in is the sadness that everyone is going through, the sadness and depression that people are challenged with almost every day or, or every day. Right? What do we do now? What can we do to merit now to this? To bring joy to ourselves. You're telling us the joy will be in the future. It doesn't help me now. It doesn't help me now to say that the joy will be in the future. That's not the answer. What, what can I do now to merit to this, to bring joy to, my, to our souls, in order to subdue the evil forces, to come out of the exile of the soul, which is sadness and depression, which, Rav Nossin says clearly, attack us and try to overcome us every day. Question mark. What's the answer? Next class, Mizzetishim.